All right. Back to another illustrious episode of Before the Trey Count. I am your host, the unnamed host, a.k.a. Paperboy. So do the ditty with me. Uh, <laughs> join alongside my uh, host with most. It's your boy, Osiris. Back well, at it again. Yes, he is. Also spelled with the U.S., not with the I.S. Um, so yes, sir, get it right. This week, we're back in the bustiness of uh, the white world of wrestling. Um, yeah, we had some craziness this week. Yeah, uh, a couple of things to discuss. Um, but before we get into that, just uh, to let folks know, I know we usually do it towards the end of the show of uh, your uh, happenings, but uh, you have a show this upcoming Friday, the 27th. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. With uh, NCW. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, that is uh, also in Dedham. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Bell time, seven thirty. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Well, uh, if you, uh, you guys hear the podcast before then, before Friday, definitely in, in the New England area, or if you want to make that you know cross country trip uh, from wherever you're at, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Or uh, if you want to make that international flight, exactly. Uh, definitely check out Osiris in action. Yes, Definitely uh, guaranteed uh, entertaining match. No question. This Friday night, yours truly going one-on-one with Foxy Calvin Campbell in a last man standing match. <clears throat> Should be dope. Uh, Would you consider your, your rivalry with Foxy the equivalent of uh, Rock and Triple H? Oh, that's pretty funny. Um, yeah, it might be on that kind of par. It's funny because I when I think of it, I don't think of myself of having a rivalry with Foxy. But oh, you guys had several matches. Yes, over the course of the past few years now. Yeah. Um, and, and it's been interesting because we were, uh, I guess for lack of a better term, I'll say we were stable mates. Yep. Uh, we were both managed by Doc Ozone. Foxy yep. is still managed by Doc Ozone. Yep. Um, but I uh, had turned on Doc Ozone. Um, and then, uh, that, well, and I guess I should say, so the whole thing with Foxy started with Foxy and I wrestling against each other and Doc Ozone bringing him into the fold when Doc Ozone was managing me. And so then Doc managed both of us. And then, uh, uh, and I don't even want to say that I turned on Doc Ozone because I don't think that's the the right way to word it. But, uh, at the last NCW show of 2019, uh, when I lost the NCW Heavyweight Championship, uh, you know, I, uh, you know, in a heat of heat of the moment kind of situation, I, I unleashed my rage on anybody that was around, um, you know, and that included Vern Vaccaro, that included Foxy Calvin Campbell, and then that included Doc Ozone. It was just, if you were in my immediate vicinity, I was just so angry, I was lashing out, you know, uh, kind of like a child throwing a temper tantrum, I guess. <laughs> But uh, so I, I choked out Doc Ozone, um, you know, and then uh, 2020 happened and I never got a chance to really uh, discuss or explain what had happened. But again, it was just heat of the moment, being angry sort of situation. But uh, Doc and Foxy kind of took it a different way. Doc and I were, were still relatives. We still, you know, we still break bread at family dinner and everything. But from a professional <laughs> standpoint, uh, we decided, you know what, maybe it's best I uh, do my own thing while I'm going through this journey. For the uh, for the NCW Heavyweight Championship, as I had to reach my final form. Okay, uh, and real quick, so out the several uh, 
meetings that you've had with Foxy, are you guys tied in wins and losses? Does he have more? Do you have, does he have less? Do you have, you know... Not to toot my own horn, but I believe Foxy may have one win on me to me having three or four on him. Okay. Okay. So he definitely needs it more than uh, anything to at least, you know, say that he got the decent. Uh, yeah, you know, he he could use that. But when you go one-on-one with Osiris, especially where I'm at right now and things on in this evolutionary journey to reach my final form, yep. it's not going to be easy to get the get the one the, the one two three. Okay. All right. Well, uh, <clears throat> moving on. Uh, moving on. Um, I guess another segue, uh, since I didn't mention Triple H, uh, seems like his uh, wife, uh, Stephanie McMahon Levesque, I believe, uh, she is taking a leap of absence. Which yeah. The interwebs, you know, uh, up in, not arms, but uh, in question to see what is actually going on in the behind the scenes aspect. Um, so Nick Khan, I guess, is taking over, and I believe he is uh, VP of operations. Yes, I think that sounds right. Uh, so, uh, which is also leading folks to a is Vince getting ready to sell? Uh, maybe it's definitely you know taking that leap. Absence, or also you know doing mom duties. She does have you know, uh couple of kids as well as you know now that with Triple H's health scare you know he's obviously not going 100% in the work in the business so well so a couple of interesting things I think on all of that um number one uh, I don't know if you saw this Triple H is back in the office what role uh that hasn't been made clear okay uh, but it said that he's been back working full-time in the office for a couple of weeks now okay all right. Um, who knows what that means? I guess, but you know, he's in the office and right. doing stuff. So right, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I couldn't ever see him just being at home, uh, you know, not really doing anything wrestling related. So yeah, no, for sure. I would love to see. I would love to see WWE get sold. Triple H go over to NXT, uh, go, not NXT, uh, go over to AEW and become their head booker. Uh, <laughs> And run it just like you ran NXT. That would be amazing. Um, but that's me and my flavor of ice cream. If they were to um, sell it, Vince, you know, it was like, all right, uh, I'm all good now. Uh, with NBC, that would be the top um, top company to acquire it. That's what they're saying, uh, NBC Universal. But there is talk of The Rock putting together some kind of buyer team to buy okay. it. Uh, which would um, purchase that uh, XFL underneath Vince's nose. Yes, yep. And uh, The Rock apparently is good friends with Nick Khan. Okay. Um, so there's a lot of rumor and innuendo going around that him and Nick Khan have been putting together some sort of plan to to take over things. Now, say if you know Dwayne does uh, pick up uh, WWE, would that be good for the wrestling fans, or just become another? corporate entity <clears throat> run I mean, business I, I like to think I like to think it would be good for wrestling fans it would still be a corporate run business no question that's just that's where we're at in the world these days yeah but uh, I think uh, you know I think The Rock's got a good uh, pulse on uh, what's going on uh, is that how you say it well um, he hasn't really done anything with XFL though and he's had it now for 
you know, what, two or three years? Well, you can't say he hasn't done anything with XFL. They just announced a huge uh, deal with Disney and ESPN. Like how long ago? Recently or? Yeah, just a few days ago. Oh, okay. All right. Um, So, yeah, they've got a big deal with Disney and ESPN. uh, So they will be broadcast on their stations um, starting in 2023. Okay. All right, well. Hopefully, uh, uh, he's, he's making moves, making moves, making million dollar moves. You know, is all of the uh, seven bucks production? Um, the XFL is not seven bucks productions. XFL okay. is a do you call it a conglomerate? I think a conglomerate is the right word. It's like a group put together by The Rock, his ex wife Danny, okay. and like some other people. So, who is Nick Khan? That is a very attractive question. Uh, <laughs> Who is Nick Khan? Like, what did he do before coming into the wrestling, wrestling business? He was the CFO for some other big company. And, and you know okay. what? Because I, I, I don't want to butcher this. Yep. So let's make a plan next week. Let's do a whole thing talking about who is Nick Khan. Okay. Sounds good to me. Because I'm like, yeah, I'm sure the, the listeners would like to, to know more about him. And yeah, about because him. that name was never floating in the wrestling industry uh, other than maybe about a year or two. Yeah, yeah. And uh, as far as I know, yeah, he had nothing to do with the wrestling industry until he did. But he definitely ascended in the ranks very quickly. Very quickly. Very quickly. Especially yeah. in a business where it's just, you know, pretty much Vince and his not his like underlings but like his like his underlings <laughs> his, his employers his I should, lackeys I guess. yeah um yeah, Johnny Ace and right? Bruce uh Bruce Pritchard yeah, yeah. yeah at one time J.I. yes yes at one time you know or when uh, when he was still with us um uh, Gorilla Monsoon no I would say Pat Patterson oh Pat Patterson yeah yeah, but no, nah, it's, it's just crazy how he was able to ascend so quickly. It is, which is probably not easy was... to do because so many have tried and failed. Yeah, but I think his was by design because he is, and again, I, I don't want to butcher this, but I'm, I'm pretty confident I'm close and correct to what I'm saying if I'm not exactly 100% on the money. Yeah. Uh, he was involved in some sort of big business deal with some other big companies prior to WWE um, and then when he got to WWE the whole point was to help them raise their uh, not their stock like that they you know like the stock exchange right but their stock uh, as far as potential buyers go because WWE is a multi-billion dollar company right but like they were only being offered very little money to, to buy the whole thing because there's still a lot of you know a lot of bad press um, from the late 90s early 2000s that right. you know potential buyers don't really want to get involved with um, and Vince McMahon even uh, just himself has some controversies and things and I guess uh, according to uh, Bill Body uh, who I listened to on the Disco Inferno and Conan podcast which is yep. Probably the best podcast, if not ours. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, Bill Body on there, he was saying that, uh, yeah, like the, the execs don't like to deal with Vince McMahon, apparently. <laughs> um, like the NBC Universal execs and things like that. So Nick Khan was brought in to kind of be that that guy in between. Okay. Well, was he responsible for the Crown Jewel pay per views as well? 
No, he was not. I don't oh, okay. think so. I think that was before he came in. Because I know those are very lucrative events. Uh, yes, indeed. And for the as, as well as um, the SmackDown sale to what was it? To what Fox. Fox, right? Was yeah, SmackDown's on Fox. Billion dollar, you know, bag for Vince. Right. Yeah, the uh, the TV money is so crazy, and that's what a lot of wrestling fans they don't think about the business side of things. Right, because they've been hitting record profits like for now a couple years. Oh yeah, even with the releases and all, they're still making bank. Oh totally, and I think a lot of that is the uh, TV money, and that's why I say wrestling fans they don't think about the business side because like, oh, why are you doing all this big stuff on free TV, and you should be building up to pay per views. But that's the that's the old model, right? The old model. A lot of people don't know this. WWF superstars that was on Fox Saturday mornings. Yep. WWF paid to have that show on there. Oh wow! And that's why, like, at the end, it would be like today's show was brought to you by like, and it would be like WWE, like ice cream bars and the action figures and like blah blah blah. And so they were losing money um, broadcasting those shows. They were. Oh, wow. But the idea behind them from a business standpoint was they were basically paying for advertising to get people to want to go to house shows and to build up the pay-per-views. Were they bringing in a decent chunk of change uh, during house shows? Oh, yeah. Um, oh. Especially in the late 80s um, during, like, Hogan's prime run. Yeah. Like, you put Hogan on the bill, the house show is selling out. What were tickets going for back, back then, if you can remember? I don't remember like a decent all, seat, you know, because oh. I I wasn't paying for them, <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, true. Like uh, you and I were both at uh, Survivor Series '93. Yeah, but uh, I doubt either of us has any idea what the tickets cost. <clears throat> well, when you went to your first house show, uh, when you could you know pay for them, do you remember what the prices were even during like the late '90s was? Um, late '90s, early like 2000s. I feel like you could get a decent seat back then for like 40, 50 bucks. And it was like, and okay. when I say decent seat, like, I mean, like, your first few rows. Oh, okay. Okay. Like, because, yeah, I remember when we went to Raw, and for Raw, we were sitting like, you know, in the uppers. Yep. Um, but those were like 30 bucks for like oh, seats yeah. in the uppers okay. back then. I remember, and that was in high school, because I remember we all, like, we put together our money, we got our $30 tickets, we rented yep. a limo. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, the whole night was probably less than a hundred bucks each person. Uh, and what's it which, going for now? Oh, geez. I mean, now you can't even sit in the upper, 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 upper row for 30. It's, you know, a lot more expensive. Um, okay. I feel like if you're able to get firsthand tickets, it's probably 50 bucks for the top row of a, you know, big stadium. Okay. Well, what were Mania tickets going for? You don't have to say your your tickets, but like in general, what were, what was Mania going for? Oh, uh, Mania? Uh, I mean, you're looking like at... Like if I wanted to get floor seats, like, you know, ringside. Two grand? Wow. So yeah, for those kind of seats. But you get well, to both nights or, or two grand for each night? That's... Oh, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm being told it was more than that for the floor. What was... Yeah. Okay, I am sorry. Apparently, it was five grand. Yeah. For both nights or for one night? For each night or? I'm talking one night. Yes, I would say those are definitely because they're for raw. For one night. They're like. Oh my like goodness. 
So you're saying five grand for one night at Mania? Oh my goodness. I could be wrong. But okay. okay, so we're going to say somewhere because we're not exactly positive on this. We're yeah. going to say between three and five grand for one night. Woo! For ring? Wow. But to the Federation's credit, the pay per view is now like eight hours long. So compared <laughs> to like yesteryear, I guess, you know, you get like additional two more hours, but I don't still know paying four works. digits for that? Yeah. That's and you get, crazy. To, you, get, you get to take your chair home, though. That's, That's like uh, NBA Finals type prices. Oh yeah, I mean, well, WrestleMania is basically that. WrestleMania is the Super Bowl of wrestling. True, true. But whoo! And then when you uh, you hope that you you know you live in that state where that you know Mania is, because then you have to <laughs> you, know, you have to add in travel lodging and all that. Oh, for sure, it becomes expensive. Yeah, uh, you're basically it. buying like a Prius. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, more or less. More or less. That's crazy. Uh, and, yeah. But like you said, you get to take the chair home, but... But yeah. But that's got its own problems, too. Awesome. Because um, if you're not from that state and you're flying, now you gotta figure out how to get the chair home. But I will say... Uh, yeah, you can't w- check w- in on the airplane. No, but to WWE's credit, they, they now, because uh, I'll never forget, uh, <laughs> one of the first WrestleManias went to a few years back. Um... And at the end of the night, you, you got people in the parking lot trying okay. to sell their chairs because okay. like, they realize, like, oh, I can't get this home. <laughs> That's crazy. But, uh, yeah. Oh, but, does the chair? Does the chair say at least like WrestleMania, like on the cushion? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. It's like authentic. So it's a custom. Yeah, it's an authentic custom chair. Is um, it comfortable too sitting on? I mean, it's a you know, it's a folding chair with with padding. <laughs> well, hopefully it's like like I said, cushy pad. But... Yeah, yeah. I'd say a cushy pad. It's not you know not quite bleacher seats. Okay. Um, but uh, but yeah, the um, but now WWE they actually at the end of WrestleMania um, they set up a section uh, where you can uh, go and basically like you give them your chair, you give them your address and stuff. And they they ship it to you. Oh, okay. Did y'all have y'all shipped? No, we didn't. We didn't sit in chair seats. Oh, okay. That's only like the first two, three rows. We didn't spend that kind of money. Like we so, were so on, what, what we were on the what, floor, but we were in the back of the floor. Right. So, but what did you sit on though? Oh, we were sitting on uh, bleacher style seating. Oh, okay. okay. Wait, no, I am lying. I am lying. It was not bleacher style seating. It was they, they were folding chairs, but they were connected. That was oh, the they weren't separate. Yeah, they weren't separate. They were like connected, oh. so you couldn't move them in any kind of way. I got you. I got you. Okay, all right. Wow, Vince is definitely getting his uh, money by the boat, though. Oh, no question, no question. I mean, they brought in record numbers here. I think they set some sort of uh, attendance, um, not attendance record, because yeah. um, they were like twenty thousand short of that. But okay. uh, they they set like the like most money record. Like, oh, we've made the most money like in this building than anyone ever has. Uh, which is so crazy because you think about it, they were twenty thousand shy of their attendance record, but still made more money. <laughs> is was it was WrestleMania three still the attendance record? No, uh, WrestleMania, uh, and we were there. Uh, this would have been WrestleMania thirty-two. I'm gonna say uh, it was in Dallas when they first opened the new arena. Okay, and they had one hundred and one thousand people. And three was what ninety. 90- Thousand, yeah, ninety thousand. Okay, 
Wow, so they went above and beyond that number too. They, they did. 101,000. Wow. Yeah. But and they didn't make the most on that one, on that gate. But the, no, that's what I'm saying. Like they, they made more money on this one. <laughs> like, so I'm like, wow, they're really up in their prices. Yeah, inflation. <laughs> Still crazy to me. Right. Um, but I guess also at that same WrestleMania, segue, segue. Uh, you also, you know, saw the team of um, Sasha Banks and uh, Naomi. <laughs> who right, introduced their who introduced their first uh, tag tan- tandem uh, that night? Yes, yes. What was the, what was their official name? Oh, they just introduced yeah. individuals. Just in, introduces individuals. They came oh, out together. Just I guess you could say call them Team Glow, <laughs> <laughs> right? And, uh, yeah, they came out together to Sasha's music, but uh, yeah. yeah, they were announced individually. Okay, all right. So uh, apparently. There's been some discrepancies. Uh, they weren't like uh, liking how they were booked. I guess going forward uh, in the upcoming programs with each performer, uh, it seemed like they weren't going over. I guess is the rumor rumor mill. So they uh, had a talk with Vince, didn't like the conversation, and decided not to have a match on Raw last week. Was it two weeks ago? Last week. Last week. So they, uh, in essence, just walked out the show and went home. Yeah, craziness. They uh, took their oh, ball at the, the, home. Yeah. What was that? But, uh, no, I was just saying, yeah, they took their ball and went home. That's... Yeah. And as I say, uh, the company, they released a statement, which is odd because they, they never done that before. Right. Which so has me wondering. If it's a work or a shoot? Exactly. Yeah. All right, so let's break it down. Um, if it, like, Let's say if it was a work... What's the end game? I mean, if it's a work, then the end game is some sort of Sasha and Naomi come back and, you know, cause some sort of havoc or something. So it's like us against them company type storyline? Yeah, that's what I assume. Okay, if it's a shoot, what's the end goal? If it's a shoot, to quote my main man Hulk Hogan, if this were a shoot, brother... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I have to assume the end goal is get a contract release and go to AEW. Um, or for less money, though. Um, I don't know if it would be for less money for Sasha. Um, okay. Sasha is arguably one of the best women wrestlers there is. Um, pretty commercial. Actually, not even arguably one of the best. She's arguably the best. She's without a question one of the best. There we go. Okay. That's how you word that one. Okay. Uh, Hooked on phonics worked for me, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, I, well, I guess it, it could be one of two things. Is it uh, you know I, I'm so sick of everything that goes on here and I want out and I'm going to go to AEW and be the queen of their lackluster women's division? Okay. Um, or is it uh, I'm sick of everything and I'm just going to sit until you give me what I want? Kind of like a child throwing a tantrum. Okay. Now what about uh, Naomi? She's in a tough spot. Yeah, her husband is still in the in the company, and he's in a, a prominent role. And they say, giving him several, you know, uh, we'll let you back in <laughs> type of thing after his you know, DUI situations. Yes, yes. So, so uh, do you also do you think that she was not coerced from Sasha, but like 
you know, Sasha was like, all right, we got to do this as a you know team. If it won't, it won't look right, if it's just me or like, do you think? All right, well, basically, do you think her? It seems like it's more Sasha. Her heart is more into it compared to I don't know if Naomi was really hundred percent. She might have been like ninety two percent. Be like, yeah, I'm I'm walking out as well. Yeah, I mean, all the reports, and you know, again, I'm a I'm gonna I'm throw out this uh, caveat. Yep. that uh, this could all be a work and I'm yep. I feel like it's a work but I felt like the Cody thing was a work too so now I'm like hesitant to say yeah but with all of that being said um, if this is not a work um, all the reports are saying that yeah Sasha was the one that had the meeting with Vince and like was upset and was like Naomi we're out of here Naomi, right 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 exactly and it seems like with her. And it seems like she has more of a negotiation, uh, you know, a bargaining chip more compared to, you know, Naomi, where, like you said, oh, Sasha's sure. more, you know, mainstream. She, you know, she's on TV. She's a rock, yeah. not the rock, uh, Snoop's cousin. Like, yep. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Got, so she's, she's she said, like I said, she, right. So she has more on her, you know, even if she went to AEW, she would probably be boosted up, you know, very quickly. Uh, oh, Naomi, not saying that she doesn't have as much, but it's just like, yeah. And like I said, her husband still is in Federation. <laughs> right. The only thing that Naomi, and I actually like Naomi. I'm a big fan. Me of too. Her. Me yeah. too. But uh, from a wrestling and character and everything standpoint, like there's yeah. not a lot there, you know? And uh, I feel like. So she gets she busy went, in the ring, though. She does. Oh, in the ring. And that's why I'm a fan. She's athletic, like, yeah. you know, and all the stuff. Like, right. And she's got a lot of personality. Like when I say there's not a lot there, I'm not saying that that's her fault necessarily. Oh yeah, you're talking about you're talking booked. Yeah, yep. Exactly. Which is I think what the the main discrepancy is. They ain't like either being booked. Totally, and I, if what the reports are true, I get it. Um, yeah, because I think they one saying one report saying they were get one was gonna get squashed by Ronda, and the other one was gonna get squashed by Bianca. Bianca. Yeah. Yeah, and, so. and so it's like, yeah, that's that's weird. But um, I mean, hey, look, Bianca got squashed by Becky, and she ended up winning WrestleMania. That's true, but that was like a. Here's the, here's the difference. Yeah. Um, one that was like, a, okay, this is where we're going with this. What do you mean? Like it was like, okay, like Bianca, you're the champ, but Becky's back. This is going to be a big thing, and you know we're going to go somewhere with this. Yeah, but I think they saw in retrospect that they made a probably made the wrong decision doing that. And in retrospect, they may have saw that, but yeah. you know that doesn't. Which why they gave Bianca the W? Yeah, you know they gave her the W. But I do think, like, even if they didn't necessarily plan on giving her the W, yep. they had this plan all along of like we're we're going somewhere with this. You know what I mean? Okay. Like it was like oh like this will this isn't the end. Like you know again I whether they had the plan to give her the W or not, like, they at least, I think, had the plan of, like, we're gonna, we're gonna meet again. Okay. With, with Sasha and Naomi, it's like, oh, like, y'all are getting squashed and that's it. Like, you know. Yeah, especially with the tag champs, too, right? Right. And, so and it w diminishes, like, them being champions. It does. And WWE has a really weird thing with like particularly with the women's tag team champions where like or just really, the tag teams in general like this is not like tag teams in general yeah you're right but <clears> I <throat> do feel like the women's tag champs get especially disrespected um yeah. they you know supposedly the women's tag champs are supposed to be able to be on all three shows Raw, SmackDown and NXT 
Yeah. Um, and you maybe see them on one show sometimes. <laughs> like, I don't even know what's the last time they defended their belts. Yeah. Yeah. I know other than like WrestleMania, whoever, you know, right. the team before them. But yeah, so the, so the, the company cannot sue them, right? Because they're contractors, right? Um, it's been done before, so okay. who knows? Okay. I mean, cause, cause, uh, and that's the thing. At the end of the day, uh, and I forget who I was listening to that that was talking about it. I think it was Brian Last on, on the Jim Cornette podcast. Yeah. Which uh, might be the best podcast out there that's not ours. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, but uh, yeah, I think it was on the Jim Cornette podcast. Brian Last was saying he actually looked at a WWE contract. Yeah. And he said he doesn't understand how any wrestler doesn't just get a lawyer like before signing and be like can you look over this please and correct like all all the bad things in here that like basically screw me Um, and that's what he was was saying like the language of the contract is just written so that the wrestler is in such a bad position Um, and so there, there have been instances where wrestlers have been sued and there's instances where wrestlers have sued the company um, because at the end of the day, like, yeah, they could sue Sasha and Naomi and say, you guys have contracts for this amount of time for this many matches. Yeah, you are in breach of that if you are refusing to to fulfill it. Especially uh, walking out of a live t- tape uh, showing. Yes, yeah. Like it wasn't yeah. like a house show, you know. Uh, right. Or like. You know, uh, yeah, it's it's where they make the most of their money. Like we were yeah. just talking about earlier, like you know, the TV contracts, like that's two hundred and fifty million dollars a year that that you know is just guaranteed to come in every yep. year for for just one show. That's you know, yep. Um, yep. you know, so when you combine them, now you're talking a half a billion dollar a year. Uh, yep. I'm sorry, not half a million, half a billion dollars a year just from their TV shows and that's guaranteed money that's not changing that doesn't matter how many people watch that doesn't matter how many people attend yeah like, they're just guaranteed that money every year um, so of course they want their TV to be good uh, <laughs> and so yeah you're you're now messing with their their money and I mean at the end of the day I don't think TV channels care about anyone but Roman but still in yeah. theory and principle you're yeah. messing with <laughs> I'm curious to know if um which, which one is Naomi's husband? Is it Jimmy or Jay? I think Jay, but I'm okay. honestly not sure. Well, I'll say one of the Uso brothers. I don't yes. know if, if, he had, if he knew ahead of time if that was going to be happening uh, or if, he, if she just did it, you know, on her own and he didn't know because I'm curious to know that conversation, A, was before or after the fact? Yeah, yeah. Um... And I'm trying to think if they were at Rocks. I feel like they were. The Usos? Yeah. Aren't they, no, aren't they SmackDown and Roman? Yeah, but they've been on Raw the past few weeks because uh, okay. them and uh, RK Bro okay. uh, have a few going. Okay. Um, so I'm now I'm trying to remember if the Usos were on Raw or not. I'll have to go back and check. But, I mean, based on all the reports, it sounds like this was pretty spontaneous. Okay. And uh, but who knows? I guess maybe you know. I wonder if did Sasha and Naomi have a conversation like, "Man, we're tired of them treating us like this. Like, if we show up tonight and they got some bad plans, like that's it. Like we're out. Like, yeah. you know, 
and uh and does naomi like tell her husband like oh man like i'm talking to sasha she said if we show up tonight and they've got bad plans we're out and mm-hmm. be like oh babe nah like nah don't do that <laughs> like, yeah like or uh, be like babe you do what you gotta do like you know <laughs> yeah then after the fact you play you're like oh and then i wonder if you know if that's gonna put heat on them or, or, question. although i will say uh it did not put heat on them because uh, this past Friday night on SmackDown, yep, I haven't watched it yet, but the Usos won the Raw Tag Team titles. Oh, okay. So, uh, so they're they're doing okay. I don't know how one wrestler had so many chances. Well, both of them actually got yeah, both of them a couple got times. Multiple, yeah, yeah. Like, how is is the is the Samoan family lineage that strong with Vince in them? The, like, the he really has that much respect with Hoffman. Real, yeah. He's the ones. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, no, because think about it, like how many other like wrestlers had that many chances other than maybe like Jeff yeah, Hardy. I was saying Randy Orton, maybe like Scott Hall, you know, um, Jeff Hardy. Yeah, uh, yeah, Jeff Hardy, which is weird. Him. I know, yeah, Jeff Hardy. I think he's he might be the king as far as like because he's got several arrests, um, <laughs> and just being at least the Usos, they never brought their issues in the ring, you know what I'm saying? They're always like professionals as far as like matches, they never, never like you know, sloppy or in regards to sloppy, like being on under the influence or something. Yeah. Jeff, on the other hand, has had several. Matches where he's been under the influence and been, you know, all jacked up. Oh, for sure, for sure. He's still got a second chance. So, uh, so, and that's why it's like, yeah, like you know. So there's been a few guys. Yeah, I'm curious if Matt, if he, if if the roles were switched, if, if Matt had that many troubles, if 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 he would been brought back in like Jeff has. Oh, definitely not. Because I mean, I, I feel like even with. <laughs> With any like small thing with Matt, it's like, oh, get out of here. We, we're doing yeah. So what? What is it with Jeff? Like, goodness gracious. Yeah, I personally don't get it. Um, yeah. But I'm like, a lot of people love him. They love what he do. They they feel like they can identify with him. Yeah. So and hey, more power to him, right? So it's crazy though, because I remember with Mr. Kennedy, he got kicked out. Mr. Yeah, apparently he had like issues with. My, like pain medication or something like that. And yeah, he, they, they never brought him back in. He had no. a good, good gimmick, right? I mean, he should have been like the next guy. I feel like. Yeah, I feel like he was that kind of good. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, like I said, Vince, you know, and now I think because I was gonna say maybe you know the whole rock relation story, you know, but like then um, Nia Jax, she's not been brought back in. And, she didn't even get eliminated for, you know, substance or, you know, any outside discrepancies. Well, it's come out. She she was eliminated for not taking substances. I guess it's the best way to word it. <laughs> right, 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 right. But I mean, like, still, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, kind of crazy. Yeah. But I, the, the vaccine one is a tough one um, from a business standpoint. Like, you know, forget politics, forget, you know, beliefs and all that. Yep. But just from a business standpoint, they are an international company that travels yep. around the world. They are public. And they are public. Um, so they've got, but but just just the fact that they're they international and travel around the world, to get into most countries, you've got to be vaccinated. That's, yeah, that's correct. And funny, yeah. it's funny, it wasn't Sasha 
one of the last ones to, to get it to. Like yes. at one point, yeah. Yep. And uh, Sasha would, you... and AJ Styles, I think, were like the last two. Yeah. Do you think uh, they saw they were... everyone else get like they were like, oh, this is real, real. Okay. Right. You think they would release them if they did the same as Nia? Um, I mean, based on everything I've read and heard, yes. Yeah. Because uh, okay. I think that's why Strowman was released. Really? Why, yeah. Yep. Um, that's why he hasn't been brought back in. Released. Yeah. Wow. Vince ain't Vince ain't playing. No, and again, like I said, I mean, to you, if your job is to travel to, you know, the countries and even within the country, like certain yeah. places, like all those issues in New York. Yeah. Um, you know, so yeah, if your job is to travel to, to different locations and wrestle, you can't do your job if you don't have this vaccine. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, but um, yeah, crazy. Um, but yeah, it's it's funny you mentioned Strowman. Um, in regards to wrestlers that haven't come back, uh, now with two years after the fact, um, a do you think that we'll see Strowman back in the WWE ring or even Bray Bray Wyatt back in the WWE? Like I'm thinking of like big superstars, even Nia, that you know that's been released, but then like you know, I feel you. Back? Um, <laughs> you never say never, right? Yeah, that's uh, I mean, Warrior came back. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, so so yeah, you never say never. It's uh, the landscape of wrestling is so interesting these days um, because like there's just so many opportunities for places to wrestle. Uh, there's the indies uh, where apparently people are making decent money. Uh, I was reading John a uh, excerpt from an interview with Jonathan Gresham uh, yesterday who is the uh, current Ring of Honor world champion. Mm. And uh, he was saying that when Ring of Honor got disbanded, uh, he panicked because that was his only source of income. Mm -hmm. And uh, he wasn't sure what he would do. And he said basically between two indie companies um, giving him work, he was able to like pay his bills and like keep his life going. And that like shocked me. Because I'm like, wow, like I didn't think there was that kind of money on the indies, and mm -hmm. especially no, and I, no disrespect to Jonathan Gresham, um, but like I didn't think he was that kind of a name to like be getting like big money. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, so there, there must be money to be made uh, on the indie scene, um, you know, of some sorts. I'm clearly not working for the right companies, but <laughs> but some people are. Um, and uh, so, so yeah, I don't know if like these people would even want to go back to WWE. Um, the rumor is Bray Wyatt; he's doing movies now, and he might not even go back to wrestling. Okay. Well, he's got several kids, so uh, you know, feed yeah, right. Feed now. Like Him and uh, JoJo. <laughs> Indeed, who I think recently got engaged or married. Yeah, I think they're official now. Yeah. Yep. So good for them. Yes. Congratulations. Yes. Um, Braze, how's he doing with control your narrative? Uh, Braun. Braun, haha, <laughs> yeah. Um, from everything I've read, going all right. Okay. Um, not making any major splashes in any direction, really. Not good okay. or bad. Okay. Which, uh, that might not be a bad thing right now. Right. Right. So, uh, right. Okay. Uh, any shows you watched this week? 
Uh, let's see. We watched not all of Raw, but we watched most of Raw. Watched all of Dynamite, I think. Okay. Um, trying to remember anything standing out. Oh, one major thing standing out that I find interesting. So now WWE is doing a countdown to Cody. What's that? So like on Raw, like when the show opened up, like this graphic comes up on the screen with a picture of Cody Rhodes and it's like two hours until Cody Rhodes. And, okay. Uh, and then like, you know, a little bit later, like another graphic comes up like 45 minutes until Cody Rhodes. Like, you know. Okay. Um, and then it's like 10 minutes until Cody Rhodes. Um, so I found that interesting. And then what I, happens after the time goes? He has a match. He came out, cut a promo. Uh, like, oh, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's it. Okay. Like, um, I feel like that's kind of heelish. Um, okay. But from what I understand, I mean, he is the ratings getter right now in WWE. Seriously? Um, yeah. Yep. Good for him. Yeah, absolutely good for him. And and I mean, I will admit, leading up to WrestleMania, yeah. Like we were, we would watch Raw on Mondays because usually we just watch it the next day or whatever. Yeah. But um, we were like, oh man, like if Cody shows up, like we want to see it live. Okay. Okay. All right. So there's something so he's, he's he's making splashes. He's making splashes. Okay. At least for now, we'll see how long it lasts. Yeah, cause I think I saw a blurb online uh, with Eric Bischoff mentioning uh, that uh, CM Punk has been a, a failure in regards to not bringing the revenue that he was guaranteed that he was supposed to bring in for AEW. Yeah, I don't think that's Punk's fault necessarily, though. Okay. Um, he wasn't booked I, correctly? Well, I think Punk was booked the way he needed to be booked to come back and get his bearings. Okay. I, I think people just need to give him time. Like, people need to understand like he hasn't been planning on a comeback and, like, training and, like, doing all the things. Okay. It, it kind of happened, and so now he's, like, thrust in it. Okay. And so I think people just need to give him time. But uh, but also, I think the, the booking of, of AEW and their heavyweight championship and the way they did not put it on Danielson, um, I will talk about that every week on this show. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, they, they had magic. Like, they, they had Brian Danielson coming off of Wrestle- main eventing WrestleMania, like legitimately main event uh, WrestleMania. Yeah. And... And he was performing at an all-time high level of uh, wrestling. Um, yep. the, they brought him in. He, he gets the championship. He, he, here's the thing. He, he could have taken out Kenny Omega and, and screwed Adam Hangman Page all in one move and be such a heel because it'd be yep. like, wow, he like, like, you know, they could have done a storyline that Brian uh, injured Omega, you know, and so now you've got a reason for Omega to be out instead of just being like, oh, he's racked up all these injuries over year you could do a storyline out of that um and then it could be like wait hangman page was supposed to get the title shot but brian like snaked his way in and got it like you know here's this guy coming from wwe and just thinking he's taking over but it's yeah. wrestling so good like you know it, it would have been perfect uh, but they 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 dropped the ball on that one big time and uh i will never forgive them for that um <laughs> Because here's the other part of it uh, that I was thinking about yesterday, actually. I'm like, Kenny Omega is going to be coming back from injury soon. 
Um, they, they say he's been at the past few uh, AEW Dynamites. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not on camera, but they say he's been backstage. So that means, you know, he must be feeling better and, you know, he's going to be back soon. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, if Danielson was your champ and, like, he had beat Omega for it, hurt Omega, blah, blah, blah. Omega can come back now as the injured, like, baby face, like, coming back, like, you know, to get what he lost. Mm-hmm. And if he can put on all those old Kenny Omega performances, mm-hmm. you've now got your rock and stone cold of AEW. Okay. Okay. But back to my original question, CM Punk. <laughs> <laughs> you went on like a whole Danielson tangent. Right? <laughs> see, see, CM Punk, though, uh, has he been a complete, has he been a bust? No. Um, any show he's on, he's on. Eric Bischoff says he's not bringing in the dough. I see. Here's the thing. I, I think we have different standards, and that's where I, I think things start getting dangerous okay. um, because everybody wants to talk about the Monday Night Wars. Okay, and that's the standard they use. And it's like, well, during that. But then, you, period, but then you mentioned earlier about you know wrestling fans in the business. You know, in yeah. regards to you know Vince, who, you know he was making he's making his most money. With you know these sales and stuff like that of the you know through the business, that's why yes. he's making that much money. So yes. if Punk is not doing business in regards to financially, you can have all like the best five star matches and this that, and the third, but if you ain't bringing no new eyes on the product, I don't disagree with you. Um, I don't disagree with you at all there. Um, what I would say in regards mm-hmm. to that though. Mm-hmm. Uh, Let's see. I think with Punk, it's it's about time. Okay. And I think he needed that year. You know, this August will be one year um, back. And I think he needed that time to get his timing back, to get his flow, and to see how he feels about wrestling. Okay. Um, I think, I, I hope they put the belt on him at Double or Nothing. Um, Who's that? Who's Double or Nothing? I think that's actually next week, Sunday. Okay. Uh, yeah, because they usually have a main pay per view and it hasn't yeah. happened yet. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, I think that's next week Sunday, um, and uh, it's going to be Punk and Page for the belt. And I do hope they put the belt on Punk. Okay. Because um, I think that would be good for him, good for the company. I think he's hitting his stride. He's hitting his groove, and I think, I think he needs a short title run. I don't think he's going to be a long champion. Okay. Because I, I feel like Brian Danielson or Adam Cole uh, needs to be like a longer term champion. Um, I think either one of those guys are just going to give you more mileage. Okay. But I, I think Punk taking the title and like maybe even being old school Punk, maybe Punk goes heel in the match or something like that. Okay. Um, and, and it, you know, we. I think it'll it'll get the eyes there. I think people will be okay. curious to be like, oh, that's CM Punk. Oh, he's their champion. Okay, what's he got going on? Okay. You know, give him some juicy stuff to sink his teeth into. Okay. All right, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Um, so, yeah. How about you? You watch any wrestling this week? Uh, just NXT. Uh, uh, they continue in the it? women's breakout tournament, uh, which is cool. You know, the NXT definitely gives a lot of light to, uh, the, uh, you know, female wrestling, which is good. Because uh, I was saying on Raw and SmackDown, uh, do they get a lot of screen time? They do not. Okay. Um, and, and I will say I don't watch NXT, so I don't. I just read about it. 
yeah. or like hear about it. Um, yeah. You know, like I'll listen to like what culture pro wrestling guys. Yeah. Um, probably some of the best guys to talk about wrestling other than us. Um, <laughs> and they uh, they they say NXT uh, 2.0 uh, does give a lot of TV time to women, but it's a lot it of does. TV time to uh, women in bikinis and things. It's kind of uh, they say it's I not quite. Nah, I wouldn't go that far, but no, no they okay. do get a lot. Of, they do get a lot of screen time. Like they'll have like maybe like three women's matches on the show, and then like followed by like maybe the one or two you know men's matches. So it, it, it definitely wow. get a lot of screen time. So because I think last week's was uh, like I said the women's breakout tournament matches, and then there was a tag match with uh, my team, my guys, uh, uh, the Creed brothers against uh, Viking Raiders, which was a good oh. Okay. Good, uh, you know, power power match. You know, as Jr. will call them, you know, hosses. Uh, between those two, I uh, dig it. And um, uh, Roderick Strong still in the in, in, still in the Federation. I thought he left. Yeah. He didn't leave. He asked for his release. Oh, so they're keeping him uh, prisoner like uh, <laughs> Mustafa Ali. Apparently, apparently. Um, yeah, I'm curious to see what happens with him because now uh, Adam Cole's talked about it publicly. Uh-huh. And Adam Cole said that Roger Strong has got a home in AEW. Like, okay. So okay. I'm like, wow, like it's now being discussed publicly about all this. So I'm very curious uh, okay. what happens, where things go. Okay. Um, yeah, because like, like I said, I thought he left a while ago, but it was uh, well, interesting. Well, he was NXT UK for a minute. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, the Roger Strong thing is interesting. Um, you know, they uh, they they uh, he dropped the two hundred five title, and uh, actually I should even say before that. So so Roger Strong when he re-signed with NXT because all his friends left. Yeah. Um, but Roger Strong re-signed because he's friends with Ronda Rousey, and, and he was told that he was going to get a big push, and that he'd be like the center of like NXT. Yep. And they, they put the 205 title on him. Yep. Um, but but it's funny because I'm like, that's not really being the center of anything. Like, no one really cared about that belt that much. Yep. Um, and then it then he lost it. It got, you know, and it got uh, melted into the uh, Northeast title. Or it's not Northeast title. What, North America. Yep. Uh, the NXT North American Championship. It got combined with that. Yep. Um, he got sent to NXT UK. Yep, and then the rumor is it was somewhere around that time that he asked for his release. <laughs> yeah, but then he got a decent push when he was in um, Diamond Mind, but not really. Yeah, I mean, he was pretty much like, was, he was like the, him and the Creed was, brothers were like the pretty much the breakout star, like the you know ones that were yeah the breakout stars. Yeah, but like, but like that yeah, within that group, sure. But like within the context of, of the company. He, he well, in NXT, he was. I mean, he has to like look at. He has to be like, look at real, realistically looking. Like he's not gonna. He can't. He's not gonna be like a, a Roman or a Brock. Like he's gonna have to like settle for you know, like a decent role. Like I said in, in NXT. <laughs> <laughs> no, but on 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 the series, like like when he, when he was with undisputed, he wasn't. Yeah. I thought he was like the last one to like be recognized as like. One of the major, you know, it was Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, uh, 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 Bobby Fish. Yeah, and um, was, was Champ? Champ wasn't undisputed. No, he, nah, wasn't. he wasn't undisputed. It was just the four. But, 
Yeah, so just the four, and then like him was like the last one. I thought he, you know, got lost in sauce, and then and then once in Diamond Mine, I thought he was still excelled. So you're not wrong, but what it is is Undisputed Era as a group was held up yep. high. So even though he was the last like guy in the group, the group yes. was up high. Right, but then he he was written. so. So in Diamond Mine, the, he was like the first guy in the group. Right, but like the group wasn't held up as high. In NXT, it was. It was super no. over. They were over. In NXT, oh, you bugging? They're not held up like Undisputed Era. Undisputed Era had all the belts. Right, Diamond but this is NXT. But in, this is NXT 2.0, though. Two different, two different NXTs. And so he's not getting treated the way he wants to be treated. He wants well, to be he, treated. So like, he was looking. He just wanted to. He won NXT 1.0, though? I guess so, you know? And if that's what he was told, like, you know, because that, that's why he resigned. He was told, like, you're getting the big push. So you have to think, wow, the big push, that must be, you know, yeah. being the top guy. Yeah, well, like I said, he, he, I thought he did well in the 2.0 version of uh, Undisputed. <laughs> <laughs> you know... Have have Malcolm Bivens, you know, I said Cree Brothers. Uh, I'm forgetting um, the female wrestler. Um, I know who you're are, talking about, the powerhouse there. Yes. I don't know her name. But, yes. Uh, oh, speaking of female wrestlers, yep. did you hear about Lana? Nope. So uh, Lana launched a website yesterday, not an OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Um, it's her own website, cjperry.com. Okay. Um, and it has a uh, subscription service for $19.99 a month. Okay. And, and you get uh, basically access to like her vlog, like her life vlog. Okay. And, and as it says specifically, it says risque pictures. I don't know what that means exactly. Okay. Um, but uh, in one day, she made 20 grand. Good for her. Obviously, right? taxes are going to take away some of that. Oh, for sure. But still. So maybe she made like 15 or 14. <laughs> but either way, that's still really good. And that's on her own website. So that's not on OnlyFans. So she doesn't have to share that money with, with anybody. Yeah, that's with third money. party. Is she yeah. in AEW with, with, uh, with Miro? No, she is okay. not. You think she's done with the wrestling business? Um, I could see her managing Miro in AEW at some point. Okay. But if not, then she probably is done with the wrestling business. But I think she's been doing some acting and some dancing. Okay. So. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, good for her. Shout yeah, out absolutely. to her. Shout out to her. And I, yeah, yeah it, it kind of blew me away. I was thinking about it. I'm like, wow. Like, because when I first read it, I was like, 20,000 in one day. Like, that's crazy to me. Yeah. Especially because I'm like, how many people even know who Lana is? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, but then, like, I looked up, I saw it was for a subscription service, 20 bucks a month. I'm like, okay, so that's 1,000 people signing up. And, and I was like, that that makes sense to me. 1,000 people out of all of WWE's 2 point whatever million fans. Yeah. 1,000 of them sign up for Lana's website. Yeah. But I was, and then I thought, I'm like, if only those 1,000, like, let's say she doesn't grow it at all. It's just those, like, faithful 1,000. Mm-hmm. That's 240 grand a year. Just posting like videos of your life and like whatever risque pictures are. Mm, okay, okay. That's that's wild. <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay, all right. <clears throat> uh, yeah. So I saw NXT. 
Uh, like I said, I only rock with NXT. Yeah, uh, watching get, get the time. I understand. How was the? But yeah, so it was a good show. Yeah. Oh, and then the, the last match was uh, Tony D'Angelo against uh, I'm forgetting his name. A picture in his face, but he's uh. Is it the Samoan? No, he's a uh, he's a uh, Mexican Mexican wrestler. Um, the Legado de Fantasmo guy. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, the, the good one on the one. Head of the group. The head of the group. Okay. Not head okay. of the table. <laughs> There's only one of that. There's only one tribal chief. That's true. Which they say he might be uh, doing. He might be coming a part timer soon. Not even soon. Uh, he signed a new contract uh, this past week. Yeah, I guess this has been a pretty newsworthy week. Okay. Um, but yeah, he signed a new deal. They're uh, saying it's uh, he's not quite on the Brock Lesnar schedule. Okay. But uh, he'll definitely be a lot less house shows. Okay. Um, and that's why I don't know if you saw that video or heard about. They had done a show in, I don't know, middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania or something like that. Okay. And uh, he had cut a promo at the end of the night, like, you know, this might be the last time I'm here, like, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And, and people took that to be like, oh, like, is he done wrestling? He's going to go do movies. Yeah. But it's like, no, he, he signed a deal so he doesn't have to go to these no-name towns for house shows. <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> so but is, that, is, is he getting less money due, due no, to that? No, mo- more money. Okay. More money and uh, just doing TV, pay-per-view, pay-per-views, and, and big house shows like Madison Square Garden and things like that. Have you been in the? Um, have you been to Madison Square Garden for a wrestling show? Yes, I have. Um, how, how was that uh, experience? Uh, not bad. I've been to Madison Square Garden for WWE house show. Uh, yeah, a few years ago, I went with. Uh, Former, uh, no, I don't even want to say former. I'm just going to say fellowship member Dante. Yep. Um, but yeah, uh, he and his girl, me and my girl, we went to Madison Square Garden, uh, like Christmas Chaos House Show. Um, it was pretty fun. Um, it, it's, uh, you know, the, it's funny. Some of the guys do more, some of the guys do less. Okay. Um, you know, from a rest, wrestling standpoint, and as a wrestler watching it, I'm like, oh, like you're like, ah, I'm at a house show. I'm not doing anything crazy. Okay. And then, but like some of the undercard guys are like, I'm on a house show. I'm getting a 15 minute match. I'm giving everything I got. Like, you know? <laughs> all right, all right, cool. So, That's uh, uh, one of my uh, bucket list things to see a uh, event in Madison Square Garden. Yeah, man. Like the, you know, like the, of the past. I dig that. I dig that. Let me know. I, I'm down to go if you want to go. How often are they uh, going forward booking at uh, MGS? Uh, I feel like two, three times a year. Okay. So they're pretty active with it? You know, relatively. Okay. Basically every three, four months. Yeah. So it's not too bad. Yeah. Um, and it's probably one of Vince's, one of his more brand and butter spots. I know it used to be. I feel like they they do better at the Barclays Center now. Really? Yeah. Well, it holds more people. Um. Yeah, actually, it does hold more people. It holds a couple thousand more people, and I think because it's just it's a newer venue. It's you know, okay. downtown Brooklyn. Okay. Got all the restaurants. The, so I, I think just all of those factors. Okay. 
because that's why they do the pay-per-views at the Barclays instead of Madison Square Garden now. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, all right. And all right. So on the AEW side, any newsworthy uh, events? Um, any newsworthy events on the AEW side? Off the top of my head, no. I feel, you okay. know they're they're building to this pay per view next week. Right, uh, Punk double and nothing. Page. Yep, double or nothing. Um, oh, oh, oh! <laughs> <laughs> this past Wednesday was the uh, debut of Johnny Elite. Who? Johnny Elite. Is this a wrestler or a manager? Wrestler. From you know with- no, Johnny Elite? Nah, nah, Johnny know. Elite. You know him from everywhere. Johnny Elite. What was his also previous known gimmick? As Johnny Impact. Oh, Johnny Nitro. Uh, John Nitro. John, Johnny Mundo. Johnny Mundo. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. He got re- yeah, he was in. He, yeah, he got released quickly too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, he did. Yeah, because I know he, him and Miz, you know, did their tag for like a quick second. Yes. But uh, yeah, yep. Johnny Elite made his uh, AEW debut this past week. Looked pretty good. He had a no match. With... No, no ring rust. Yes. Yep. No, he looked good. He had a match with the Samoan Submission Machine. Samoan Joe. Uh, yes, sir. Would you say he is the him or Miz? If you had to guess, who out the tough enough contestants had a has has the better career? Or the best career out of all the tough enough contestants. Oh, I mean, Miz hands down. You can't okay. even that, that's not even questionable. Miz headlined WrestleMania with, with against John Cena with The Rock as a special guest referee. Yeah, but he wasn't he sort of like an afterthought though in the match? He was the champion. Oh, uh, he was? Yeah. Miz, oh, was, Miz was WWE champion. All right. Well, I, I never Yeah, and Nitro, he was never on a WrestleMania, right? Uh, he's wrestled on WrestleMania, but okay. not right. in a huge match like that. And that's why I'm like, yeah, Miz headlined WrestleMania against John Cena, Rock as special guest referee. Oh okay. my God, I don't know if it gets any bigger than that, you know? So do you think that the, the Tough Enough experiment was a success then? Since it was, since it was able to produce a, 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 a superstar that was able to headline a WrestleMania? Um... That's a good question. I mean, I guess you could say that. It, it, and it produced, I mean, several notable names in the wrestling yep. world. Um, Nitro, Miz, Ma- yeah. I guess Maven for a hot second. Maven for a second. The thing with Maven, he didn't do anything anywhere else. Right. Like, at least Nitro's, like, wrestled everywhere. And, like, you'd right. be like, wow, like, he's he's a guy. Right. Um, Kevin Matthews, he's a tough enough alum. Who's Kevin Matthews? Um, he was actually. He still might be doing commentary for Impact. I'm not sure. I mean, Josh definitely... Matthews. Oh, I am so sorry. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, who right. is Kevin Matthews. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> which is which is weird because I remember going back uh, to Stefano. His initial strike was he was too small. Yes. And now looking back at it, like. Guys are like pretty much like you had Drake Maverick and <laughs> yeah like but uh, yeah no he's been crazy successful on the commentating tip um Kenny King with a uh, Ring of Honor yeah yep Kenny King um even though he had his whole 
uh, um, publicized release of potential uh, Velveteen. Yes, yeah, so I was gonna say yes. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, he was another another success story that could have been big. He's, but you yeah, know, that's a, that's a tough circumstances. One. Indeed, indeed. Man, if he was if he didn't if he didn't have his circumstances, uh NXT woo. Oh, for 2.0? I, I think if he was still there, they wouldn't have been a 2.0. I think they I think Vince would have still kept it as, you know, yellow and black. Really? Just because it just because like his feud with um what's his face? Uh Alistair Black. Yeah. Uh, was crazy good. It was. That, that was one of my favorite NXT feuds. Probably, possibly even my second favorite feud, I would say, after Chompa Gargano. Yeah, and it was a contrast of two different, like, you, you went, if you, if you, yeah, if you put those two names and personalities, like gimmick personalities, you'd be like, yeah, this, this, this ain't gonna last. But yeah, it worked perfect, though. Yep. Um, who else was from Tefana that was noth- noteworthy? Uh, from all the seasons. Um, let's see. I mean, for a second, Nydia. Yes, yeah. For her and uh, when she's uh, Jamie, Man, Noble. Jamie Noble. Yes. And then um, Linda Miles, I guess, when she was managing the Basham Brothers. For a like, second. Quick second during, you know, the Ruthless Aggression era. Right, right. Uh, I know Chris Nowinski went on to be big in the uh, CTE world. Very true. Very true. Um, which I think he could have had a decent, like you know, career. Uh, I think if they, if they dropped the Harvard gimmick but kept the whole like I'm snub gimmick, I think he could have been like almost like a Triple H 2.0, like in regards to like the Hunter Hearst Helmsley gimmick, but like modernize it. Okay. I don't. Yeah, he, he, he had the he had the size. Absolutely. In the ring, he was a little green. Well, I mean, of course, he had only been doing it for a couple years. True, true. Um, like I, I, I would say maybe that's the one bad thing with Tough Enough, and the one bad thing even with NXT 2.0 that we're seeing now. You, you're you're exposing people because um, it's like it takes people a few years to like really get it down. Yeah. But but now you're seeing them like early in the process, and so you see some of the flaws and mistakes, that, you know, from being green. True, but they're not terrible flaws. Now AEW Dark, those are some green wrestlers. Oh, I'm, I don't watch AEW Dark, but I'm sure. Oh, the botches, the botches are just terrible. Oh man, That's a and shame. then you got well, and then <laughs> the human botch mach- machine, uh, Luther. What? <laughs> I didn't even know he was still with AEW. Yeah, well, it helps to be Chris Jericho's friend. Fair enough, and I guess he's just on Dark because I'm like he hasn't been on TV. In no. Years. No, you want to do that to your audience. <laughs> but, uh, well, I want to say all of Tough Enough people were green in the match. Like I said, Chris Nowinski, I, I could I could see, but, like, on Nitro, he wasn't green. Nitro's, uh, I think he's a once-in-a-lifetime once kind of... Miz wasn't green? Miz was very green. He was? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Miz was very green. Oh, that, okay. That's why at first Miz wasn't even wrestling. They just had him, like, hosting, like... Shotgun Saturday or something. I don't remember what he was doing. Oh, they wanted just building him up with like promos and vignettes. No, like first he was like a host. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, yeah, like yeah. off of coming off. Of, well, uh, Maven when he won it, he wasn't too green. 
Maven, I thought, looked good. I'll give yeah. Maven credit. Maven, he, uh, crazy dropkick. Yes, crazy dropkick. Um, he just probably, had the personality personality of a loaf of bread. Unfortunately. Yeah. But yeah, Maven might have one of the best dropkicks that's not mine, actually. Yeah. He's, he's right up there. I was going to say, uh, if I had to put a top 10 dropkick list, I'd put him in there. You know, uh, surprisingly, I would put Harko Holly up there, too. Interesting. You know who I'd put on mine? Billy Gunn. A lot of people. I've never seen his. He's got a. Uh, I mean, I haven't seen him do one recently, but okay. I, remember <laughs> back, I remember back in the day mm-hmm. when uh, you know him and the Rock and you know that time period. Yeah, he had a pretty nice drop kick. Do you like when when cats hit their drop kick and fall on their side, or finesse it into a flip? I mean, if you can finesse it into a flip, more okay. power to you. Um, okay. That's why I think AJ Styles has one of the best drop kicks. Uh, right. Yeah. Chris. Yes, very, and, very. And he gets hype. Big time, big time. Uh, um, I'm trying to think, were there any other noble uh, drop kickers? Um, let's see. Well, we just mentioned AJ. Uh, right. Notable drop kicks in wrestling. I feel like they're, back in the day, it was a bigger thing. Um, okay. Oh, you know who's got a nice drop kick? Montez Ford, Street Profits. Really? Yes. Okay. Was Montez ever in the Indies before with Vince and them? No. So was he was he um was he from Orlando, uh performance center? Yeah, he's yeah, he's a performance center, homegrown talent. He uh what was he before this? I wanna say he was like track and field or something like that. (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right. So performance center is kicking out some notable notable folks then. Yeah, uh, you know I getting money. Money's worth. To their, to their credit, they they definitely. I mean, there's there's a few talent that have come up there, and I, it's funny because I'm like, I, I think the other biggest notable name from there right now is Bianca Belair. Yeah, his wife. Yeah. Yep. Well, and and and, and Braun Breaker. Well, Braun Breaker still he's still climbing the ranks. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yes, but I'm like Bianca Belair headlined WrestleMania. Like, you know what I mean? True. I'm like. So that's why I'm like, she is right there. Oh, I guess you could also, uh, Pat McAfee. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I would not call him a performance center guy. Well, he's somebody's training Mac- him. Rip, Rip Rogers. Oh, he's still uh, doing his thing? Yeah. But I thought you said no longer there. No, OVW is still there. It's just, oh. uh, in fact, Al Snow owns it now. Okay. <laughs> okay. But yeah, right. Rip Rogers so, is still doing his thing. But Pat McAfee actually like personally hired Rip Rogers to like come to his house and train him. Okay, all right. <clears throat> so he has a so he has a uh, resume then. Uh, Rip. Yes, he does. <laughs> I mean, I, arguably Rip Rogers might be the greatest wrestling trainer of all time when you look at the list of who's who that went through him. Oh, um, any like WrestleMania names like folks that headline WrestleMania. Other than Pat, John Cena, really Batista, okay, Randy Orton, okay, Brock Lesnar, okay, Shelton Benjamin. Ah. Um, I mean, right, right. I don't even need to go any further. <laughs> nah, nah, you <laughs> pretty much uh, hit the cream of the crop. <laughs> like Cody Rhodes. Um, <laughs> How was Rip as a performer in his in his day? Remember Barry Horowitz? Yeah. Rip Rogers was the WCW Barry Horowitz. 
But Barry can give you some good matches, though, as, you know, as a handsome talent guy. So could Rip. Okay. All right. Whatever. I want. Uh, was he like eighties, uh, nineties, early nineties? All right, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to YouTube match this. Check him out. You, you gotta uh, look up Rip Rogers Battle Bowl. Rip Rogers WCW Battle Bowl. What was it? What was his enhancement gimmick? Uh, I mean, it was pretty much just enhancement talent. Rip Rogers. No, you know, like the Brooklyn Brawler was like, you know, like this guy from the streets of Brooklyn, and Barry Horowitz was like, was he like a magician or something like that? Like, so what was? No, Barry Horowitz just patted himself on the back, and he just had a sparkly jacket. Yeah. Okay, I thought he came in with a gimmick, but no. Did, so Rip didn't have a gimmick neither. He's just, just nah, generic. Just, uh, okay, just generic. Rip Rogers from from Louisville, Kentucky. Okay. Okay. All right. With yeah. Tie dye shorts. Who was the trainers in WCW days at the power play? Um. Oh shoot! I know the answer to this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. I think Glacier might have been one of the trainers. Um, and who was the other guy? Um, I was about to say Powerhouse Hobbs, but no. But uh, Sergeant Buddy Lee, I think his name was. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, he was. You a, know who I'm talking about? Yeah, he was a handsome dude. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was like an army gimmick, right? Yes, yep. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Right. All right. Yeah, had trainers there. Trying to think any noble names of the power plant that was like big. Goldberg. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, that's a great name for your resume, man. Um. After that, I, <laughs> Sean O'Hare. Uh, <laughs> hey, no, nah, he was talented. Oh, man, I love big Sean name O'Hare. before his time. Yes, I love Sean O'Hare. Um, but yeah, just you know, his career didn't end up being that great. Which is weird uh, because, like, when he came in with the Federation, he had a cool gimmick as, like, like this, like, motivational speaker type of gimmick. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, but you know what happened with that, right? Like, those crazy vignettes that they did. Oh, I love those. But uh, he, he got involved with Piper, um, uh-huh. and then Piper got in trouble. Um, I forget what Piper did to get in trouble. Piper did something that got in trouble. Okay. And... Uh, and then it became one of those things where they're like, "All right, well, we're going to take you off TV for a while, and we'll we'll figure out a new thing to do with you." But why was Piper? Why was he with Piper though? Uh, they put Piper with him to get him over. To do what though? Like Piper was his manager. Yeah, but he, for that same gimmick or for a different? For that, yeah, for that same gimmick. But what was Piper's role in that gimmick? I thought the gimmick was like, "Don't listen to the, what mainstream society." T- like, what was Piper's role in that? Yeah, it was weird. It didn't really make sense. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> but but yeah, Piper managed him for like a hot second. Okay. And, and then Piper got in some kind of trouble. I don't remember what exactly. Okay. Um, and so they were like, we're going to take you off TV and like, you know, we'll figure something else out for you. And then they didn't. <laughs> like, oh, that sucks. And yeah. Yep. And that was a good gimmick. And when we... Uh... Even the tag team in WCW with uh, was yeah. it Dragon O'Hare? Yeah, yeah. What was it? The national, um, national, natural, no, natural born, natural thrillers. born thrillers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking nation, but yeah, natural born thrillers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was a good tag right. team. That was a good tag team. Well, well, talk- Mike Sanders, he was like the head of that group. Above average, he was so weird. Above average, Mike Sanders. Yeah, like I didn't get. I was like, "What's this dude? This dude's a little goofy." 
Yeah, a little bit. But like, I don't know. I feel like it worked with the group. Mm. That's why I miss tag team wrestling. Like, if, if the natural born thrillers were in WWF, whew, right? They were like legit big dudes. Like, what are they like? Both like yeah. six, 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 seven. I feel like at least like two plus, right? <clears throat> Granted, I don't know. Uh, well, I guess uh, O'Hare could. No, uh, I mean no, O'Hare. Ginger, I could. No, yeah, O'Hare. He he get decent on the mic, but yeah, they weren't personality wise. Yeah, Ginger was originally supposed to be an evolution. Really? Yes. Whose place was he supposed to be? Randy's. Batista's. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad they stuck to the original. Uh, uh, they didn't stick to the original guns because the world will not have Dave Batista. Right? Yeah. There's even um, you can find it online. There's a uh, evolution like music video mm-hmm. with Jindrak in it instead of Batista. Huh? And he's like with Orton, Triple H, and Flair drinking wine and like in a limo. <laughs> okay. I wonder what um, caused the change. Yeah, that I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, WCW towards even though we people joke on how garbage it was towards the end, it had some 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 decent you know highlights. Like you said, the uh, you know uh, you know Ginger Jack O'Hare, uh, uh, um, Team Canada with um, Eli Skipper and uh, Lance Storm. Yes, um, I'm a big fan of that group. Well, I'm a huge fan of Eli Skipper. Like he Same. his his TNA run. Whew. Oh yes, with the flip off the cage, classic. Yes, classic. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah, that was another. He was another underrated, like what what could have been type career. Big time, big time. Especially you know, you think of how wrestling has uh, changed over the years. Because mm-hmm. back then he was really small. In today's wrestling, he'd be a bigger guy. He, I, I, I put him. He'd be like in the AJ category. AJ Styles. He's, same size. Uh, he was short. Yeah, he was short. Um, it's funny because I'm thinking about him. Like I'm thinking about looking at his arms and like shoulders. I'm like he was big, but I'm like no, he was like ripped. But he was, yeah, like, I was short. gonna say matter of fact, then they face each other in TNA at, during the X Division days. Yes, they did. Yes, yeah. they did. Uh, when it, uh, same same thing with like Amazing Red was uh, uh, over there, which I'm surprised. Yeah. What happened to him? I mean, he's got his school House of Glory, in but like in regards to like he doesn't want to be on TV no more. I don't know. Okay. Um, yeah, I, don't I was, know I was doing, surprised but... to see Sonya Dutt looking much older than I thought. Uh, he, <laughs> he used to oh, look. That's right. Right. Yeah. yeah. He's over he's there in uh, Impact. Um, but... No, he's on AEW now. I'm, I'm sorry. Yes, as a manager for yeah, um, manager for Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who finally what, got his first televised win? <laughs> right. Oh, Jay Lethal. I was, it's funny, I was just watching his uh, promo uh, interview, well, not interview, but his the, him against Flair when they were doing like Flair versus oh, Flair yeah. type of thing, that, that little back-to-back uh, yes. promo that they were doing, which was hilarious. Oh, and very good segue. Again, yeah. th- this has been a big wrestling news week. Yep. Ric Flair has got a match coming up in July. Against Jay Lethal? Not against Jay Lethal, but apparently Jay Lethal is training him to, to get ready for this match. Who is he facing? Um, I can tell you who he's not facing. He is Jay not Lethal? facing Rick, he's not facing Jay Lethal and he is <laughs> not facing Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Is Steamboat even wrestling these days? 
I don't know. Apparently, Steamboat was supposed to be doing this match, uh, according to Conrad Thompson. But, like, before anything came out about it, like, Steamboat put out, like, some statement about how he's not doing the match. (laughs) Like, even though no one was even talking about him doing the match. (laughs) And then, so so then Conrad Thompson put out some sort of statement, like, saying how he's disappointed um, that they couldn't have a conversation and, like, discuss this. And he won't say anything bad about Ricky Steamboat because he loves him and, like, he's a big fan. But, like, you know, things have gone south. (laughs) Gotcha, 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 gotcha. All right, so who are you facing? Um, I don't know. There's rumor of the Rock and Roll Express being involved. Both uh, of them or just Ricky? I think both of them. Because I haven't seen What's-His-Face in any matches anytime. Actually, you're right Recently. about that. And I think Ricky's been te- tag-teaming with his son now that yes. you mention it. Is that his uh, legit son or work yeah, son? Yeah, his, legi- his legit son. Okay. Um, because isn't... Um, wrestled them. Isn't it like a Candino wrestling? Uh, but he's is, is he is legit? Is he uh, what's his first name? Chris uh, Chris Candido? Not Grant Candino. Um, he was in ECW. He had blonde hair. Chris he was Candido? Original, huh? Chris Candido was funny. No, no, no. no. Um, no okay. Nah, he was like the original. Uh, he was like a throwback to like Dusty Rhodes. He, that was his like Monica on ECW. Oh, what is the oh, Carino. Carino, yeah, 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 yeah. That is his actual son, Cole. That's Carino. his actual son. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> I'm sure if uh, they, they saw the look, if they, I had to like squint, but yeah, you, you can see it in the face a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah very yeah. different bodies, but uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I know, <laughs> no, uh, Carino was skinny at one point. That's true. Actually, that is true. He was getting he first started. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he went on a pe- uh, pizza and cupcakes diet. Right? Legit pizza and cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so there's there's all sorts of rumors going around about who Flair may be facing. Um, he, uh, are you looking forward to his match? Um, I don't know that I'll be watching it, but... Uh, you think it'll be a train wreck? Uh, I hope not. I feel well, like if he's, he's facing the, if he's facing Ricky Morton and his son, then it's a tag match, so that that can eliminate, you know, a lot of in ring time for him, which is good. Definitely. Definitely. If it was a singles match, that might have been worse. But very true, I, and I have to assume it will be a tag match. Yeah, because he's what seventy three. Yes, exactly seventy three. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so it'll be interesting uh, to to see what what uh, what comes of it. And I uh, read that uh, he's back with uh, Fifi. Who's Fifi? Fifi the maid. Is that his wife? Yes, sort of. <laughs> well, didn't he just have a recent separation? Yes. And, that's Fifi? Uh, yes, it's, that's uh, her, her real okay. name is Wendy. Okay. And, uh, and the reason why I say yes, sort of, because after the separation, it came out they were never legally married. Okay. Why well, uh, do you say she's a maid, though? That, that was her gimmick back oh, okay. in uh, 1992 or 93, I want to say. Oh, so uh, she was w- in the business? Yeah, yep. Um, Ric Flair used to do this segment on WCW called Flair for the Gold. Okay. And it was basically like a talk show segment. Okay. And um, he had Fifi the maid. Like, you know, she'd come out in a maid outfit and, like, dust stuff, like, around, around like, on the right. set. Like, yeah. How, did, she, is she, did she look good? 
Yeah, yeah. No, she looked good. Like, right, cool. Attractive young lady back then. Attractive. attractive Did they have, is, is that like Charlotte? Is that Charlotte's mother or any of his kids? No, 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 oh. no. They they were never together back then. They got together more recently. Oh, okay. Uh, like within the past couple of years. Okay. All so, right. And there's a great segment. It may actually be from the same battle bowl that Rip Rogers is in. But Mean Gene Oakland and Fifi the Maid are yeah. like doing the drawings for the teams. Like, you know, so they like spin the lottery ball thing and pull the uh, little balls out. Yeah. And like Mean Gene is just making all sorts of inappropriate comments that I didn't get as a kid. But watching it now, I'm like, wow, how did that even get on TV? <laughs> I mean, I guess it was pay-per-view, so it's all good. But yeah. <laughs> crazy, crazy. But uh, at this point, what... Is Flair just doing because he just loves the adrenaline of being in the ring in the crowd, or you think he's just do, doing for money? I think it's the love of the adrenaline of the ring and being in the crowd. And okay, you know, so that's what he's meant to do. He never wants to hang it up. No. Although supposedly this will be his official last match. Okay. And now, last, you think it's the last match in the majors, or you might think he might do like an indies match? Um, I think this will be his last match because I mean technically this will be an indie show. Conrad Thompson's putting it on. Oh, it's not AEW. No, 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 it's not AEW. Oh, uh, Con- okay. Conrad Thompson's putting it on in North Carolina. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Well, when's it happening? July sometime. All right. Well, I'll definitely keep the eyes and ears open to you know see how it turns out. Both show. Okay. All right. Well, we, we hit a, a quarter number for today. Uh, anything on your water jug? Uh, yes, today's water jug. And this is a great message for uh, anybody and everybody out there. Three simple words. Say it to yourselves every morning. You've got this. All right. And on that note, uh, next week, I guess we will dive into who is Nick Khan. So, uh yes. We'll do do some research and uh, hopefully uh, find some new insight. Yes, yes. So that's a little teaser for everybody to get ready. Uh, wet your appetites if mm-hmm. you will. Yeah. And I guess uh, on that note, if you want to take us out. Sure thing, sure thing. Everybody, as we say every week, you could be anywhere in the world, but you're here. You're listening to us. We appreciate that. We love you. And remember, say it to yourself every morning. You've got this. One, two, three.